Fraser. How are you doing? You doing, Johnny? Not bad. Good man, good man. It's just me and you at the moment, so I think we'll just crack ahead. Um, I'm not going to keep you for too long because uh, I know you'll have lots of things to be doing. Um, so we'll, we'll obviously talk about your game in, in uh, a bit of depth as well. Uh, just run through the scorecard for the weekend and then probably have a chat about uh, the upcoming games. I think you're at, uh, at Ayr and Fergus Lee are at Clydesdale, so... Big run up coming in, but more interested, I suppose, in the drop as well. So we'll we'll tackle Langside, Sterling, and Kelburn and see what's happening. But over the week, Sterling lose to at home to Prestwick. Uh, Langside do similar, can't do anything against Fergus Lee. West make a again a comeback from the the brink. They looked as if they were really struggling, and then got over the line with uh, against Dumfries. And what a score against Uddy! Did you see that? 300 nod. Absolutely unbelievable. So you're thinking Kelburn in the box seat, 301 for six off their 50, and they get Mo out. He gets one. Um, but then young Ramzan comes to the party, 92 in uh, a run of ball. Um, the guy, Nick Martin, who's played a fair amount for their twos, he comes up at run a ball at 47. And Ross Lyons just smokes it, 151, uh, 41 off 151 rate, just absolutely smokes it. And they do it, um, I think, two overs to spare. No, I, I knew Kelburn had got 300 plus, and I did say it at, uh, I mean, usually that's, you would think you've, you've won the game with 300 plus, well, but six and over. Uh, just uh, if, but I, I think we all kind of thought, well, it'll take a, a more ways 100, but that's impressive chasing that, but isn't anyway. it? Just isn't it? Just yeah. but I suppose if you can get a good start at Uddy and the ball just goes down the hill and the, yeah. the outfield would just be an absolute rocket at the moment, you know, there'll be, yeah. I mean, all the grounds will be exactly the same, maybe not so much this week. In fact, if we get if we get any cricket, it's not looking too clever at the moment, no, no. Uh, and then finally, uh, Mikey English, not uh, not enough to get them over the line against Clydesdale. I tell you who's had a really, really good, solid season is um, the fella at, at Clydesdale, uh, Craig Young. Craig Young. Yeah. He's nudged up there. He's now in the top five. He's got 630. Just a very, very reliable. Comes to the party and, and gets his 60, 70 and... Just good, solid cricketer. Absolutely. Quality player. He's, he's also missed the guts of probably two seasons. Injuries. Um, to, like the bad knee injuries as well. Uh-huh. I just, personally with him, I just think that there's maybe a dozen players or more that have been, that have had chances, whether at regional level or, or Scotland. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's that his stats are better than some of these guys in Scotland because I don't know for sure, but um, I just think that there's been players over the years had had ample opportunities and Craig Young, I don't know what what it is his face face doesn't seem to fit or whatever, but uh, no, he's he is a seriously good batsman. Uh huh. Again, playing at Pollock, he's he's maybe 
missed the boat at Pollock and he's gone to Clydesdale. He's had the two years out there at Clydesdale and and maybe this is the first year where he's got over 500. So you know, I guess he's still pretty young. If he can kick on uh, for next season, then you, you never know. Um, because it does look as if they are now looking more uh, at players in the West. You've got Mikey English, again, um, Scotland A stuff. Um, and then uh, young... Um, Tamur, uh, got a run out for the for the A side, and then Mo Mo as well. Uh, so that's it, it's good that they're they're looking and casting their net uh, a little bit wider as far as the West is concerned. Uh, let's touch on your game uh, against uh, against Sterling um, again. Uh, they just didn't seem to be at the at the races. You guys. It seemed to be that a lot of your guys got good starts, but didn't didn't take it on at all. Absolutely. Um, firstly, probably the quickest outfield I've ever played a game of cricket on. It was literally you hit. You don't even forget hitting the middle of that. You get enough wood on that ball, and if it hits a gap, it was gone. Um, incredible. Just a, as we all know, just a brilliant, brilliant facility there um, at Stirling. Um, great hosts as well, having that they did for the supporters throughout the day. But um, yeah, we we got off to a rocket start, I think, when we were about 80, 75, 80 after the first 10. A um, few streaky shots as well, admittedly. Um, and then it sort of felt as if we were throwing it away in the middle section. As, as you say, everybody getting in, everybody getting out, and then in almost ended up in a position where we were about 130, maybe 140 at the 30th over, um, but five down. So you could have gone one or two ways then. Yeah, we could still make 280, but we could also be 180 all out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of just took our medicine and sat in for a bit. Mitchell Rao did really well, but... But everybody that came that came in also said, you know, there's there's enough in this pitch. There's still the odd ball that's seeming about. You get odd one which is an awful length. By no means a bad wicket, just a really good cricket wicket. If you put it in the right areas, it was very difficult to bat on. Outside of that, the half volley short balls were just going to the boundaries. So uh-huh. um, uh, still a very good cricket wicket. So we kind of, Sachin had said after a bit, you know, set a third over, he fancy, he kind of thought 230, 240. So we got their par and um, and then Azim and Donovan both fired together. We've not had that every week where they've both been fantastic, but mm-hmm. uh, they were absolutely brilliant. And Sterling have got some seriously good um, players in that top six. So I'm delighted to, to kind of, uh, I wouldn't say roll them, but um, uh, get all the good players out, apart from Sahar, Sahari that got in. But I'm not really delighted with the performance again. Just touching on a couple of performances. Mitchell's done okay this season for you. Got some important runs at important times? Definitely. Um, I mean, the, the Clydesdale game at the start of the season that we had no right to win, he got a 45 uh, with um, backs against the wall, so... Did really well. Um, yeah, he's, he's had a much better season this year. Uh-huh. Um, and if he works hard, he can, uh, he can, he can double up on, on those numbers. But as you say, you put the nail on the head. He's got, he's got runs at big times, at big times for us. I mean, a lot of the times when you look at a scoreboard, 
you see that somebody's got a 19 or, or a 27 when they're batting around the 35th, 45th over. Um, it's, that can be misleading. Mm-hmm. When when they maybe only amassed 200, 250 runs, it's very important runs under pressure. And, and a good return for Donovan uh, on Saturday, four for 27. I was surprised that he'd only taken 16 wickets. I thought he might have taken more than that. Is, it, was that, is that a surprise that he's only taken 16? Definitely. Um, I mean, his, first, his debut game, he got six for against West. Yeah. Um, but it's as if he just he got his tail up that day and just believed that, well, I'm too quick for these guys. And to be honest, I've been saying he could probably do more of that, forget about, uh, you know, try to set a batsman up, just just bolt the stick sometimes. And, uh-huh. you know, amateur cricketers will just miss it more than more than often. Um but his uh, natural length is, is is a kind of back of a length, so he gets a lot of guys playing and missing, and also the press at wicket um, isn't conducive to bowling um, express pace, especially back of a length. It's more of a pitch it up wicket and nibble it about. Um, yeah. But I did say two weeks ago, you're going to enjoy your next two weeks at Dumfries and then Stirling where you can. There is... Um, there is a chance for a bowler to bowl at back of a length and get it into the rib cage around the mid-drift and have a lot of success. So, yeah, he enjoyed it. The ball was flying through um, for him. He bowled really well. Uh, it's the best he's bowled this season. Good, good. So it sets you up nicely. Uh, you're, off to, you're, you're off to air, I think, for the derby and then uh, Fergus Lee. So it really is a two-horse race. Um, Clydesdale are two games back and it's it's impossible for them to win the championship, given the fact that you play against Fergus Lee in the, the last game. So one of you has to win at least one game. Um, you can't mm-hmm. lose two games to leave Clydesdale back in it. Um, but Clydesdale will be tough against Fergus Lee. I mean, they, they've had a better second half of the season, pretty poor first half of the season, um, and have come pretty, pretty strong moving forward. Yeah. Clydesdale boys were telling us they could still potentially win it. If we lose both of our games and Fergus lose, obviously Fergus will lose to Clydesdale. I could be wrong with that. I don't know the numbers exactly. But um, no, I said before the before the press week played Clydesdale that although I didn't think Clydesdale would win it, I think they would decide who won it. And we've uh-huh. slipped up against Clydesdale. Um, so, you know, it'd be good if they, if they can turn over Fergus, but we'll see. Um, no, still a very good team. Just a dreadful start to the season. They're, they're still comfortably the one of the top three teams in the league, I would say, and that shows in the league placings. So, um, yeah. I, I think with or without Richie, a very, very good cricket team. Really organised bowling attack. Um, nothing, nothing outside of Zishan Bashir. I wouldn't say they've got any really quality bowler, but really organised. Um, and enough runs there. Um, Craig Young and Ran Mugel, uh, amongst others. Uh, I mean, Imran just comes in at seven and just belts it, and it seems to always get twenty, thirty, or forty—an absolute just monster type. Uh, quality, good eye, and also not too wrapped up in uh, winning and losing and stuff. Like that. I think Clydesdale can kind of had a wee rocky patch against us. They maybe needed fifteen or twenty runs, and they'd lost three or four, maybe two or three wickets quite quickly and all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know what can happen in amateur cricket and I think Craig Young was about 60 not out of time and he's telling him, you know, just basically just Satchin had two balls left in the spell, just just defend Satchin. Uh-huh. He hit both, both balls out of the park. Just 
Uh, he just doesn't care. Brilliant. But a really good player. And uh, Azim and a couple of other guys are telling me that it's in the the, the Scottish-Pakistani uh, match. Oh, Fergus Lee, yes. Yeah, he got, he got 100 or 50 or 50. I saw that. Sensational striking. Uh, really it's, good player. Just great to have somebody like that coming in at seven that could you know, take the game, wrestle the game back into your hands, but also take it away. Um, with some explosive hitting, yeah. yeah. And then Danny Danny Cairns has missed six weeks, so you know they've 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 not had his off spin um, for probably half the season. So to get back up where they've they've got to is uh, is a, certainly a credit a credit to to Clydesdale. Um, just finally wanted to talk about Langside Sterling and, and Kelburn. Um, I think with Kelburn losing there on Saturday and being absolute in the box, I, I don't think they can actually do anything because they're, they're two games behind. Um, they've got to play West at, at home and then they're going down to Dumfries. I, I honestly think Kelburn, Kelburn are away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I, it's down to, to Langside and Sterling and there's not that much between the two of them, uh, if you look at the, the table, they've got 36% and 34%. One's played 15, uh, one four, lost 11, and uh, Sterling uh, one four and uh, lost nine. But Sterling, I think there was somebody was saying that I think they won two of their first three games and, and haven't won for about six or seven weeks. So... And and their batting now has started to suffer, you know, rolled out for 89 the week before and, and 117 against you guys. So confidence will be right low there. They've got to take on Dumfries at home and Ayr away, Langsider at home to Uddy and then away to West. So I I, I think, I, I don't think Langside will beat West at home because West haven't lost at home and, and play pretty well at home. Difficult place to go, I think, for a lot of teams to West, so I, I honestly think it's going to come down to to next week. And if Langside can beat Uddy on their patch, and if Dumfries lose, then I honestly see Dun uh, Sterling could go down. Yeah, um, I, I think I'm right in saying Sterling have lost two, maybe three matches in the last over as well. Yes, um, I mean. I mean, and, and bad, absolute bad ones as well. You know, absolutely yeah. in the box seat, and you're thinking, "There's no way they can lose this," and then suddenly, shit. The Dumfries one's a shocker. I mean, everybody's. I think you've seen that that run out off the last ball. It's an absolute shocker. They, you know, it's just a even with nine wickets down, it's, it's a run all day long. Uh-huh. Um, but Sterling are just. I, I, I genuinely think uh, player for player, they've got. They've got enough ability to be, to be fighting for that championship. I think there's possibly more ability in their team than there is in the in the Presswick team. Uh, natural ability, um, certainly more than your your Dumfries and your West. But there's something in there, a softness throughout that team. Uh-huh. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it is. They're just rolling over too easily, um, and that's as you know in any sport. You know, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's just knowing how to dig in and. Uh, I having that bit of grit, determination, resilience within a team to to get yourself over the line, uh, and they don't. They seem to have bags of ability. I mean, uh, Matthew Tweedy, Dunford, mm-hmm. um, 
and a couple of guys as well, really Sahar um, and Brandon, uh, excellent players, great players. Yeah. Um, so the, I don't know. So, so they, they could be facing a nightmare scenario. And the nightmare scenario is this. They end up dropping down to Div 1 um, and uh, people come calling saying, listen, you can't expect to do anything at Scotland level playing Div 1. You need to go and play somewhere else. And they're, you know marketable commodities. Not only do they bat, but they also bowl. I mean, there's Manus who's got 18 wickets, Tony Dunford 16, Brandon bowls, I think he's he's off his, and they're in the top, they're in the top 10 as far as batting is concerned. So you could have a situation where they lose their top three batters, right? They go into the first division, and not that they do a pollock or anything like that, but they might find it difficult to actually come out of that first division. I yeah, think what I might so. what might save them is the fact that they're in Sterling and that the guys there, Manus, Tony and Brandon, they may think, you know what, I, I don't want to travel to Glasgow, you know, every every, every week or, or train or et cetera. I think had they been in Glasgow, then I think they might have struggled to stay at, at that club. But I, I think that maybe if they're in Sterling and, and Brandon's got a lot of loyalty, I mean, you know, He's been there now for what four, three or four years. Yeah, um, I, I think if Brandon was going to go, he would have been. I'm sure there'll be clubs um, snuffing about him um, this year, but his, his numbers are so good. But um, the other two, I, I don't know if they're just here for um, here as student. I, I think uh-huh. Dunford was another um, South African as well that came in five or six. I was saying that he's a teacher now locally. So all right, okay. Um, he should be pretty safe. I'm sure he'll stay where he is. But, yeah. Um, Zahar, who knows if, if clubs, uh, if they're going to be staying here, I, you, they could have a challenge if they go down. But Because um, there, there, be, there wouldn't be any team in that league that wouldn't be improved by having one, two or three of them in, in their side. I mean, that's for sure. 100%. Uh, uh, those three names, three or four names you're talking about, are all very good players, yeah. Yeah, so... But um, so I, I think to answer uh, the, the question relegation, I, I would say although Sterling had by far the more ability in the team, I would say uh, Weirs Weirs have got good game plans. Weirs, uh, especially with ball in hand, uh-huh. they know what they're doing. Yeah, um, and they know how to squeeze a game. If if Weirs can get, it's just it's just often been for them getting that one seventy, one eighty, one ninety. But when they get that on the board, they are tough to play against. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see either of those teams winning both games, but I, I can certainly see Langside potentially doing something at home against Uddy. Um, and then Sterling, you know, they're going, their, their batting attack will, will against Dumfries, they're at home at Dumfries, and then they're away at air. So good good batting tracks there and they could potentially bat both of those teams out of out of the games um, and they'll certainly want to make sure that they they do sp- you know, a better job against Dumfries as they did last time because as you alluded to you know that was that was it was terrible that uh, last uh, that run out of the last or penultimate ball I mean, it was yeah 
Yeah, and and Matthew know that. I'm sure he knows uh, everything. He's well aware of, of where they're going wrong. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, listen. Um, and in good spirits yourself for the the local derby. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, here, as, here, as you can see by the results, a, a massive congratulations to them getting to the Scottish Cup final as well. So it's wonderful. Um, we'll have a big test on Saturday. Looking forward to it. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure on Mikey English. I mean, he, he seems to just bat through um, without a care in the, in the world. And I think he just needs to get a little bit more help from, from the rest of his teammates. Um, he just uh, There's many games during the, the year where, you know, they've been 180, 190, and, and he's 70 not out, and there's not much contribution from others. Absolutely. Uh, his numbers are, are frightening this year. He's mm-hmm. certainly over 700 runs and all that. So, um, quality. Um, really can't speak highly enough of him as a batsman. Um, I, I certainly, Andy, as I said earlier on in the year, Andy Missings, some weeks didn't help at the start. Uh-huh. Um, he's not scoring runs. You know, Andy's been a Quality batter for years, so uh, he'll be disappointed not scoring as many runs. Scott Markham, he's done well with the bat um, and the ball. Uh, I see, Mikey got sixty or seventy the other week there, so yeah, that'll be good. That's good for him. But um, aye, there's just not enough people um, chipping in. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, listen, no doubt the gloves will be off um, to see who the, uh, the the king the kings of Ayrshire are. Uh, we already know there's only one team in Ayrshire. <laughs> and with that, I'll let you go. Best of luck at the weekend, and uh, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you hopefully next week. Okay, All right, thanks, cheers, Fraser. Cheers, cheers buddy.